Hello all, and welcome to the next generation, AF2 and F3 podcast. My name is Ryan, and on this episode will be the review of the Hungarian round Formula 3 at the Hungarian ring in Mogorod, Hungary. To start the review of the round will be the qualifying results, as well as the grid for the feature race from the session that was contested on Friday. In first is Alex Smolia, second Zane Maloney, third Oliver Behrman, fourth Arthur Leclerc, fifth Gregoire Saucy, sixth Kush Maney, seventh Jack Crawford, eighth Victor Martens, ninth Kao Collette, tenth Isaac Hadjar, eleventh Franco Colapinto, twelfth Oliver Goff, thirteenth Pepe Marti, fourteenth Roman Stanek. 15th, Johnny Edgar, 16th, David Vidales, 17th, Rafael Villa-Gomez, 18th, Juan Manuel Correa, 19th, Reese Ushijima, 20th, William Alatalo, 21st, Kalen Frederick, 22nd, Zach O'Sullivan, 23rd, Ida Cohen, 24th, Christian Mansell, 25th, Brad Benavides, 26th, Francesco Pizzi, 27th, Nazan Azman, 28th, Enzo Trulli, 29th, Lazo Tote, and 30th, Federico Malvestetti. The grid for the sprint race, with the top 12 in qualifying being reversed, is as follows. In first is Oliver Goff, second, Franco Colapinto, third, Isaac Hadjar, fourth, Kay Collette, fifth, Victor Martens, sixth, Jack Crawford, seventh, Kush Baini, eighth, Gregoire Saucy, ninth, Arthur Leclerc, 10th, Oliver Behrman, 11th, Zane Maloney, and 12th, Alex Smalia. Next up is the sprint race support. Before the formation lap has commenced, race control has confirmed that it will be conducted behind the safety car on wet weather tyres due to the conditions currently being wet. After two formation laps, the safety car comes into the pits with Goff leading the field across the line, but as he is approaching turn 1, he is overtaken by Colapinto, who then leads the field into the corner from Goff, Hadjar, Colette and Martens. Coming out of turn 1, Hadjar makes an overtake on Goff to move up into second position. Going to turn 4, Crawford makes a great overtake to move up into fifth position. Going to turn 12, Maney makes an overtake down the inside of Martens to move up into 6th position. The safety car comes out on the very same lap due to Vidales being stopped out on the track due to his car having terminal damage, specifically with the front right suspension, and as a result, he becomes the first retirement of the race. Via the replays, it shows that Vidales lost the car coming out of turn 3 on the curb, which then sent him directly into the barrier. The safety car comes into the pits at the end of lap 3, with the race resuming from where it had left off. The top 10 across the line at the start of the 4th lap of the race are Colapinto, Hadjar, Colette, Gove, Crawford, Maney, Martens, Saucy, Leclerc, and Behrman. On lap 4, Coming out of turn 1, Colette makes a great overtake around the outside of Hadjar to move up into 2nd position. Also on the same lap, the incident involving Vidalis and Marathi at turn 3 has been reviewed by the stewards for cause of collision with no further investigation necessary. Going into turn 13, Colette goes for an overtake down the inside of Colapinto but isn't successful in the attempt. 
On lap 5, Colette makes a bold move down the inside of Colapinto going turn 2 to move up into the overall lead of the race, but Colapinto has a much better run around the outside coming out of the corner and is able to get the lead of the race back almost as quickly as he had lost it. Via the replays, it shows that Benavides, whilst going for an overtake going to turn 1, comes barreling into Cohen as he goes directly into the side of Cohen's car with his front wing, thus damaging his front wing and spinning Cohen around the process. Unsurprisingly, the safety car comes out once again due to the incident with both Benavides and <clears throat> Cohen, which subsequently resulted in Benavides becoming the second time of the race. On lap 6, the incident involving Benavides and Cohen at turn 1 will be investigated by the stewards after the race for cause of collision. On lap 7, Cohen comes into the pits so his team can check whatever damage was sustained in the incident with Benavides, with him soon after becoming the third of the time of the race. The safety car comes into the pits at the end of lap 7, with the race itself resuming once again. On lap 8, Hadjar has a lot more speed than Colette as they are approaching turn 1 and in doing so very nearly runs off the track but is able to remain on the circuit to go around the outside of Colette coming out of turn 1 to move up into second position. Going to turn 2, Hadjar tries to go around the outside of Colapinto for the overall lead of the race but isn't able to get the move done, which gives Colette a golden opportunity to make an overtake on Hadjar in which he does so coming out of the corner to move back up into second position. Going into turn 3, Maney makes a bold and optimistic overtake down the inside of Martens to move up into 4th position. Going into turn 13, Maney goes for an overtake down the inside of Hadjar, but can't get the move done just yet. Going into turn 14, Martens runs massively wide and off the track, which leaves the door wide open with the hinges hanging off for Crawford to make an overtake to move up into 5th position. On lap 9, Martens tries to make an overtake down the inside of Crawford going into turn 1, but Crawford is able to hold him off. Coming out of turn 2, Leclerc tries to make an overtake on Martens, but isn't able to do so, and tries again as they are heading into turn 4, but they make very small contact, which unsettles Leclerc's car by his hand actions directed towards Martens, to say that he is unhappy with what has just happened to him would be a massive understatement. Via the replays, it shows that during the battle with Crawford, Martens is nearly sent into the pit wall due to where Crawford had moved and positioned his car. On lap 10, Colette first tries to go around the outside of Colapinto going to turn 1 and then do the switch back on Colapinto coming out of the corner, but can't get the move done just yet. Going to turn 2, Colapinto runs significantly wide which gives Colette an opportunity to make an overtake in which he does so come out of the corner to move up into the overall lead of the race. Also on the same lap, the incident involving Saucy and Smollett at turn 6 has been noted by the stewards for causing a collision. On lap 11, the incident involving Saucy and Smollett has been reviewed by the stewards with no further investigation necessary. On lap 12, Leclerc makes an overtake down the inside of Crawford going to turn 1 to move up into 5th position, but Crawford is able to get him back coming out of the corner as he does the switch back on Leclerc. 
Going to turn two, Crawford runs wide off the track, and this gives Leclerc a chance to make the overtake back on Crawford, but isn't able to get it done as Crawford holds the position for the time being. On lap 16, Maney makes a great overtake around the outside of Hadjar coming out of turn three to move up into third position. Going to turn four, Crawford makes an overtake around the outside of Hadjar to move up into fourth position. On the penultimate lap of the race, Crawford has a great run on Maney as they are approaching turn two and briefly gets ahead, but in doing so, he also runs off the track, which leaves the door open for Maney to regain the position itself comfortably. On the final lap of the race, Leclerc, who has a great run on Crawford as they are heading into turn 12, is a little too optimistic for the overtake as he makes significant contact with the right rear tyre of Crawford's car, which as a consequence ends Crawford's race prematurely and damages Leclerc's left front suspension. At the end of the sprint race for Formula 3, the top 10 across the line are Kea Collier in first for MP Motorsport, Frega Colapinto in second for VAR. Kush Maney in 3rd for MP Motorsport, Isaac Hadjar in 4th for High Tech, Oliver Behrman in 5th for Prema, Victor Martens in 6th for ART, Gregoire Saucy in 7th for ART, Oliver Goff in 8th for Campos, Roman Stanek in 9th for Trident, and Zane Maloney in 10th for Trident. The fast lap of the race was achieved by Kay Collette with a 150.440 on the 18th lap of the race. After the race had been completed for some time, Arthur Leclerc and Brad Benavides received post-race penalties for offences they had committed during the race. With Leclerc, he received a 5-place grid penalty for the next race that he competes in, after he was found by the stewards to have caused a collision with Jack Crawford during the sprint race. On the final lap of the race, Leclerc had tried to make an overtake down the inside at turn 12, but he missed the apex to the corner, and the stewards themselves deemed him to be entirely responsible for the contact that was made with Crawford. When the penalty is applied, it drops him from where it originally qualified, that being 4th, to 9th on the grid for the feature race. With Benavides, he received a 5 place grid penalty for the next race that he competes in after he was deemed by the stewards to have been entirely at fault for causing a collision with Ido Cohen during the sprint race. The stewards themselves determined that while he had been attempting to overtake Cohen going to turn 1, he misjudged his own braking as he was approaching the corner itself, and as such caused him to collide with Cohen. When the penalty is applied, it drops him from where it originally qualified, that being 25th, to 30th and last on the grid for the feature race. Next up is the feature race support. Smollier from the front row makes a great start from the line to most importantly cover off Maloney who was next to him on the grid and lead the field in the turn 1 from Maloney, Behrman, Maney and Crawford. Going to turn 2, Behrman almost makes a double overtake going to the corner, but slightly runs off the track in the process. Coming out of turn 4, Crawford makes an overtake around the outside of Maney to move up into 4th position. The top 10 across the line after the first lap of the race are Smolia, Maloney, Behrman, Crawford, Maney, Maritans, Saucy, Vidales, Colette, and Ushijima. On lap 2, 
Colette makes an overtake on Vidales by shooting down the inside goal in turn 2, but in doing so, massively upbreaks himself, which opens the door for Vidales to regain the position outright, but Colette has enough traction and momentum going to turn 3 to, to solidify the position he had gained on Vidales. Going to turn 6, Ushijima tries to make an overtake on Vidales, but has to shortcut the circuit in doing so, in which he immediately gives the position back, but going into turn 9, Leclerc takes advantage and makes an overtake on Ushijima down the inside to move up into 10th position. Also on the same lap, Goff has stopped his car on the side of the track, but is able to eventually keep going in the race without having to retire from the race and bring out either a virtual safety car or safety car. On lap 3, Villa Gomez, going into turn 2, gets slightly loose going into the corner and very nearly makes contact with the rear of Stanek's car. On lap 4, Edgar and Marti are under investigation by the stewards for causing a collision. Also on the same lap, Tote has come into the pits to become the first retirement of the race. Near the end of the lap, Marti has received a 5 second time penalty for causing a collision. On lap 7, Leclerc goes for an overtake around the outside of Vidales going turn 4, but isn't able to get the overtake done just yet. On lap 11, Correa goes wide going turn 1, which gives Hajar an opportunity for an overtake, but Correa is able to stay ahead for the moment. On lap 13, Stanek attempts to go around the outside of Ushijima going turn 2, but backs out of it for the time being, as Ushijima runs wide going to the corner, which gives Stanek the chance to do the crisscross on him and make an overtake coming out of the corner, in which he does so to move out into 11th position. On lap 14, Leclerc attempts to go around the outside of Colette going to turn 1, but overshoots the corner. In doing so, he has a significantly better run on Colette coming out of the corner, but he isn't able to make an overtake at the following corner at turn 2, as he is successfully covered off by Colette. On lap 15, Leclerc is able to get past Colette onto the approach to turn 2 to move up into 8th position. Going to turn 2, Ushijima makes an overtake down the inside of Stanek to move up into 11th position, with not only himself but Vidalas and Stanek running wide at the corner in the process, which gives Stanek a great run coming out of the corner to regain the position he had lost to Ushijima. Also on the same lap, Pitsy has come into the pits to take a gamble and put on a set of dry tyres as the conditions out on the circuit are improving by the minute. On lap 16, Correa has come into the pits to also take a gamble and put on a set of dry tyres. Also on the same lap, Stanek goes around the outside of Vidales going to turn 1, but runs off the track in the process to move out into 10th position, but will surely have to give the position back to Vidales as he ran off the track in making the overtake. Later in the lap, Stanek gives the position he had gained on Vidales back as they are coming out of turn 10. On lap 17, O'Sullivan has come into the pits to put on a set of dry tyres. On lap 19, Villa Gomez has received a black and white flag for exceeding track limits. Also on the same lap, Leclerc makes an overtake down the inside of Martins going to turn 12 to move up into 6th position. On lap 21, Villa Gomez has received a 5 second time penalty for exceeding track limits. On lap 22, Goff has spun his car coming out of turn 1, but thankfully for him, he is able to continue on in the race without stalling the car itself. 
on the penultimate lap of the race, Marty is under investigation by the stewards for not serving his time penalty correctly. Also on the same lap, as Colette and Saucy are battling each other for ninth position as they head in turn 2, Saucy makes slight contact with Colette, which forces Colette off the track as a result. On the final lap of the race, Correa makes an overtake down the inside of Saucy going to turn 2 to move up into 8th position. Going to turn 4, Correa makes an overtake around the outside of Marathi, which isn't for a position due to Marathi being a lap down in the field. At the end of the feature race for Formula 3, the top 10 across the line are Alex Smolia in 1st for Motorsport, Zane Maloney in 2nd for Trident, Oliver Behrman in 3rd for Prema, Zach O'Sullivan in 4th for Carlin, Drake Crawford in 5th Prema, Juan Manuel Correa in 6th for ART, Kush Maney in 7th for MP Motorsport, Arthur Leclerc in 8th for Prema, Gregoire Saucy in 9th for ART, and Kay Collette in 10th for MP Motorsport. The fast lap of the race was achieved by Zach O'Sullivan with a 138.070 on the 21st lap of the race. Next up is the championship standings. The top 5 drivers in the championship after round 6 at the Hungarian and Mogorod Hungary are as follows. In first is Isaac Hadja with 104 points. In second is Victor Maritans with 104 points. In third is Arthur Leclerc with 95 points. In fourth is Jack Crawford with 80 points. And round off the top 5 is Oliver Behrman in fifth with 80 points. The top five teams in the championship after round six of the Hungarian ring in Mogorod, Hungary are as follows. In first is Prema with 226 points. In second is ART with 144 points. In third is High Tech with 131 points. In fourth is MP Motorsport with 111 points. And round off the top five is Trident fifth with 111 points. Next up is the awards for the round. The driver of the round, in my opinion, has to go to Oliver Behrman. The reason as to why I've chosen him is that with a third place in qualifying, as well as two top five finishes in both of the races in the weekend, which included a podium in the feature race, he has put himself back into the top five in the FI Formula 3 Championship, in which he is tied on points with Crawford, who is in fourth, 15 points behind Leclerc in third, and 24 points behind Martens and Hadjar, who are second and first respectively. He is well within the fight for the championship. I feel that Behrman could very well be a major threat for the rest of the season in Formula 3, and you never know, he may just win this year's championship if things can go his way. The reason why I'm saying this is because the championship fight is so close between the top 5 that anyone that is currently in it could be the F3 champion come the end of the season in Italy. So don't necessarily expect that the driver leading the championship at the moment that being Isaac Hadjar, will be the guaranteed champion because it's too early to fully predict who will be outright. The simplest things that can occur could very well decide a particular driver's season and or championship for good or bad, so it is crucial to have the best possible race weekend that can be achieved, which isn't saying that it has to be race victories in every race, though it really does help in if that is the case. Consistency will prove to be the most beneficial for a driver in the long run if other contenders falter at any point. And I feel with Behrman that this could be the case, because I mean with a 5th and 3rd, that he gained on other rivals that are in the top 5. 
The overtake of the round, in my opinion, has to go to the overtake that Maney made on Crawford during the sprint race on the 16th lap of the race. The reason why I've chosen this overtake is that Maney was incredibly bold to make an overtake like the one he made on Crawford whilst the track was still relatively wet, but he just kept his foot very much in it going to turn 3 and as such had enough momentum and speed to successfully make the overtake outright around the outside coming out of the corner. It is one thing to do what Maney did in dry conditions on Crawford, and in general, would be quite impressive in itself. It is another thing altogether to make the move whilst the track is very much wet, with an incredibly bold, optimistic, and most importantly clean overtake around the outside that ended up for Maney, moving him up into third position at the time, and as such, from that move, when the race was finished, he achieved his maiden podium in the FI Formula 3 Championship. As always from me, thank you so very much for listening to this episode of The Next Generation, AF2 and F3 Podcast. I hope that you enjoyed it. And until the next episode, in which will be the mid-season review for the 2022 FI Formula 2 Championship, I wish you guys the absolute very best, and see you all next time.